Hi, I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET The Real Deal. And I'm Tim Moynihan, Senior Associate Editor at CNET. And this is Buzz Out Loud, our podcast, as Molly says, usually of indeterminate length. Mm -hmm. Uh, Molly has been uh, taken away by the video people. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to see what she's, why she's not on the podcast today, you'll just have to go look at the buzz report on Friday yeah, uh, for one motion. thing. Although I don't think that's what she's shooting. No, she's, uh, I think she's doing a, <laughs> a little thing on gadgets. Yeah, she's I doing some other gadgets. with a big box of gadgets. Gadgety stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah look at the video page at CNET.com and, and also uh, on Fridays in the video section of the front door of CNET.com. Look for that buzz report video. It's pretty funny. And you'll find her there. Every once in a while, Tim and I get to write a joke. Yeah. And then gets next. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks for, for thanks for filling in, Tim. Appreciate hey, it. It's good to be here. What do we want to talk about first, the spammer or the uh, movie industry? Let's talk about the spammer. Okay. I uh, saw this on Slashdot, and it's an ABC News report. A spammer has been adi- indicted on pharmacy charges. This is an interesting, an interesting take on this. Basically, this guy, Christopher William Smith, who is one of the world's biggest spammers, uh, according to the Spam House Project, is now sitting in jail without bond because he had a doctor issue 72,000 prescriptions in the space of one year in conjunction with orders obtained through spamming. And the first thing that hits me about that is he actually got that many orders from these crappy spams? Who is clicking on spam anymore? That's what I want to know. It's it's incredible. I mean, and that's why spam works, because you can send out 27 million messages, 72,000 out of 100 million or however many he sent is a very small percentage, but it's enough to make it worth it, unless you're doing it illegally. Yeah. And... uh, It was painkillers, right? I mean, he was just just basically distributing painkillers. Big Uh, no-nos. They've seized over $3 million in cash from this guy. So, I mean, this is this is an example of another way to go after spammers, which mm-hmm. is generally the respectable spam. The people who are operating legitimate businesses don't really spam. Right. They they may questionably email and they may mm-hmm. technically spam, but they're not the big problems. The big problems are the the illegal pharmacies and the scams and the the get rich quick schemes. And so, yeah, maybe another way to go after scammers spammers. It's not going to work a hundred percent. But is to just go, you know, nail them for what they're doing, That's like true. this guy. Yeah, you know, selling illegal prescriptions. He got a doctor to write all these prescriptions. The doctor never evaluated people, so that's illegal. Is the doctor uh, being sued as well? I, you know, I've been trying to find that. Uh, it's definitely he's definitely used as evidence mm-hmm. for why this is wrong. But I don't know. As a grand jury alleges that Smith provided prescription drugs without making sure customers had a valid prescription. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, we should be quick to say that nothing has been proven here. Smith right. could walk free. He may have been doing it legally. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's make that clear. But if he wasn't, then this is an, an interesting way to go after spammers. But yeah, he got thrown in jail without, without any bail. So spammers never win and winners never spam. That's the message, and Don't folks. click on spam because it Just only encourages spammers. Don't, don't open attachments. Don't click yeah. on anything in an email that you don't know where it came from. Just don't do it. You know, if you're listening to this, you probably don't, but spread the word. <laughs> All right. The, uh, another thing we saw on Slashdot is uh, this New York Times article about uh, Hollywood movies, movie going being down. And the movie industry has kind of been pointing a finger at piracy, which is not nearly as rampant in video as, as in music, but it is out there. I mean, I definitely know people in this building who mm-hmm. 
go and download illegal videos of movies and television shows. And so it does happen. Uh, but this article in the New York Times is basically saying, you know what, that's not the cause of it. It might yeah. be a small effect, but the biggest problem is that, you know, people have other choices. They have other, other yeah. ways to entertain themselves. And it's uh, easier and it's cheaper. And that's, I mean, I haven't been to the movies in a while. And it's basically because I signed up for Netflix. There and you go. I get, I get movies all the time. Don't have to leave the house. That's the reason. Tim yeah. stopped going to the movies. Yep. You're ruining Hollywood. <laughs> I know. I used to see, you know, four movies a day. I was keeping <laughs> Hollywood in business. And well, now, you, no. Uh, another another uh, quote here in the uh, in the article is that, you know, maybe they just need to make better movies. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt. I know that. I mean, the, the thing is, too, is, you know, you go to a movie theater if... Um, I don't. I mean, I don't really go see the blockbuster movies. I like the more independent films, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a. It's hard to find a movie theater where it's showing. Usually, when it is showing, it's a very small movie theater, so it's hard to get tickets. And then the ticket price itself is pretty high. So, you know, those three, I just wait till it comes out on DVD. And because of the movies I like, I mean, they're not big uh, visual blockbusters, so there's no real benefit to me seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, this is a, mar- a quote here. I was looking for this. Mark Schmuger, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, uh, vice chairman of Universal, said that Hollywood has been too focused on short-term box office payoff. His quote is, it wasn't like the crop of summer movies last year were that much different than this summer. Uh, you know, it Maybe may- that's the problem. There may be a cumulative <laughs> wearing down effect. We're beginning to witness the results. This is his quote. We're beginning mm-hmm. to witness the results of that. People are just beginning to wake up that what used to pass as summer excitement isn't that exciting. Which is, it's kind of ironic too, if you think about, you know, the digital video revolution, more people are making videos, they're able to do it and distribute it through the internet. And, uh, you know, you go to the movie theater and you see the same, the same stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Just a different name. And I I haven't been going to movies as much either. And I'm not a Netflix subscriber. I've just been doing other things. I'm listening to more music, watching TV. You know what? Actually, it was when we bought our big screen TV. I think that's when we kind of stopped going to the movies as much. Mm-hmm. That could they, so. There's another example of that, that in action. But if you have your own reason of why you think Hollywood is uh, going downhill, perhaps it's the quality, perhaps it's other entertainment options you have. You can email us buzz at cnet.com or call us one eight hundred six one six C N E T, and we will play your responses and read your emails on the air. So should we move on to? Uh, well, I know Veronica doesn't want us to talk about Google, but really this is about porn sites. Is that better? Okay. That, Veronica <laughs> says yes. That's, that's fine. Uh, an adult site named Perfect 10 is seeking a preliminary injunction against Google to stop the search giant from allegedly displaying copyright images of its models. This is via news.com, seen at news.com. Do you think that's Google's fault, though? I mean, there, there are things you could, there's code you can put into the pages if you're Perfect 10 that makes uh, those pages uncrawlable yeah, by, I, by search engines. Molly and I have talked about this before, and it's sort of the idea of if you leave your house unlocked, mm-hmm. it's dumb, but it's still wrong for somebody to go in and take yeah, something. They're still breaking the law by doing that. But it does stink a little bit of like, come on, if you guys are running a porn site, you probably right. know how to keep people out of the site. You know yeah. how to write a robot's text. You know how to modify your HD access file. Mm-hmm. You know how to stop this. So are you just doing this to... Because you want to sue Google? Right. It's not like Google employees are sitting there handpicking yeah. images to put in Google. And Google may <laughs> technically be in the wrong, but this is, it should be easy yeah. for this company to keep them out. They've, they've previously, I don't know if they previously sued Google, but it said something in this article about having a, a problem with uh, Google 
and the text links. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they tried to uh, sent they sent notices to Google under the DMCA asking the search giant to discontinue linking to sites that uh, were displaying images stolen from Perfect Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, which and, is a lot like you know the the beef against P2P software, which is yeah. you know the the software itself isn't really malicious. It's just that it's widely used to do something malicious. So you know Napster gets taken down, and um, you know where where does where does the blame lie in that? I mean, basically P2P software is you know file it's file sharing. It's an FTP souped up FTP basically. Communist, right? <laughs> no, I mean that's the whole thing with the DMCA is is that. They made it illegal to do pretty much anything. Right. You know, and so now you can go after it. There was an, a, a lawsuit recently that went against the DMCA, though. It was, um, it was a service-related issue where somebody was saying, you can't have someone come in and service our equipment that's not us mm-hmm. under the DMCA. And they lost. Uh, the court said, no, if, if someone's coming in to provide service and repair as a third party, that's not violating the DMCA. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's crazy like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be as simple as they just change the file format of their images. Mm-hmm. They change it to something other than JPEG or GIF if they make it you know, flash animation or whatever. Yeah. There you go. Not going to be indexed. All right. Um, that's about it we got today. Yep. Uh, we miss Molly, but she'll be back tomorrow. And yes. thanks for filling in, Tim. Thank you. It's we like always, having you on. always a pleasure. Uh, and maybe we'll have you on sometime with Molly and me. Yeah. Just, just for kicks. Uh, if you want to send us your comments, once again, buzz at cnet.com or give us a call 1-800-616-CNET. That is our podcast for today, Thursday, August 25th. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.